All right, the School PR Podcast is back. School is back. Matthew Jennings is back. What's up, my man? How are you? So good and so happy to be starting a new school year, 2023-24. Let's do it. And here we go. Be sure to visit soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help you help others. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Peach Jar, Sound Mind, and Nickel Strategies. Here's your hosts, Matthew Jennings and Ryan Ferran. All right, Matthew, it's great to see you, hear you as always. How's the summer been treating you? It's almost yeah. it's over. Yeah, summer is over for so many of us. Absolutely. I know my kiddos go back next week. I think you guys start this week, right? Yeah, this week. Summer is done. But yeah, busy summer, obviously uh, full of conferences for me and CGCS, Council of Great City Schools, and a phenomenal INSPRA. You missed that one. I know. How was it? Amazing? It was absolutely amazing. I honestly think it's the best inspire I've been to yet. They just keep getting better and better, bigger and better. Uh, this was absolutely next level, though. Their marketing, their branding, the setup, the organization, hats off. Huge shout out to the conference planners. Big uh, props to Kathy Gadigian uh, as she heads out and hands over the reins uh, to one of our own here in California, upcoming president, Trent. So that's pretty rad. Nice. Yeah. Big congrats to Kathy. Big congrats to Trent, who we, we know them both, but we know Trent a little bit better from the California roots. He's going to do amazing things. And yeah, you said it well. I heard I was watching on social media, saw all the feedback and from the sessions and the conference and just rave reviews. So congrats to Enspra for once again, providing a great PD for everyone across our great land and uh, helping students, family, staff, parents, um, with all we do. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and St. Louis was a great host city. Uh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, while we were there, they had like the number one MLS team or number one team or something related to soccer. Number one <laughs> somewhere of something. Uh, anyway, they're like the, the number one rated soccer team in the country at the time. Nice. Uh, and uh, we were there and Messi was supposed to be in there playing a game that I think it was a Wednesday night or a Thursday night or something. And man, People descended on the town, thousands of people. Uh, several of us went to the game. I didn't get to go, but uh, it, it was just amazing. Our hotel overlooked the stadium. It, they are doing something right there. Uh, so I know as a sports fan, uh, you know, I don't watch baseball too much, but uh, the MLS team there is uh, doing yeah. pretty well. Is that baseball? Messi. Is that soccer? I don't even know anymore. No, MLS. Yeah, Messi joined a team. I think in Florida they were probably out there playing them. And Messi yep. is Messi's like probably, arguably, maybe not even arguably, the best soccer player in the history of the world. And he, sometimes these older, you know, European stars come over to the states to get one big paycheck before they end. And MLS has been paying them. We saw David Beckham come over to the Galaxy years ago, but. Messi came over and he's playing so well still. So he's like, so for us soccer fans in the States to see Messi in person. So I'm sure that's why the city was going crazy. 
It was it was crazy. Uh, so St. Louis was wonderful. I absolutely loved it there. Uh, next year, of course, Inspra is headed to Seattle. So Inspra 2024 is going to be in Seattle, actually just uh, just east of Seattle proper, uh, but really just going to be another phenomenal Inspra. And I've heard I've heard that's probably going to be the biggest one yet. A lot of people are excited about that. So be there, be square. That is big for Seattle and the folks up there. I know they've been wanting it, so that's really cool. That's cool. Glad you had a good time. Um, as we get back into the swing of school, uh, let's talk some back-to-school ideas for people, how to capitalize and really make it the best start ever. Uh, one thing we've been doing for years here, this is actually our 10th anniversary of doing it, is the first day campaign, which a lot of districts have uh, brought on themselves and are doing their own versions. And if you're not doing a first day campaign, if you missed it this year, you really need to do it. Um, everyone has their cameras out. They're taking pictures. Everyone has the signs now. You can buy the signs yeah. at Target. Uh, we're, we're making signs for them with the school logos on them. So you can just go. Here's the link. Print them out. Um, so it's, uh, we were happy to be one of the first, uh, on board, but, uh, it's just so easy to do. There's so many good feelings, so many smiles, so much positivity, the branding for it. Um, so I'll walk you through in a minute, kind of the email we send out to all families. And that's a step to do is don't just start it on social media. think it's going to pick up. You've got to send an email blast to everybody so they know how to participate if they want to and get the word out that way. Um, it's really helpful. Matthew, I know you've done a lot of these similar campaigns uh, working for districts. What are your uh, tips and advice for people? Yeah, I mean, first day is huge. Uh, definitely is, is my niche is, you know, really storytelling and photos and videos. And so um, I would coordinate beforehand what schools I was going to go out to and make sure I was getting all the photos and videos that I could, getting little social media things out all day long, uh, getting really great photos for the website because it's always nice to start back fresh with some new stuff. And so those first day photos uh, are always really cute with the parents dropping kids off, with the kids looking their best, their new backpacks, all that stuff. Even simple shots like just backpacks on the wall, right? So, you know, you go to an elementary school and you got all the backpacks lined up on the wall. They all look really pretty and clean. That's a really great time of the year to go out and get that shot. And I have many times over the years just needed some new fresh look on the website and throwing up a backpack shot. And it, it gets me a lot of traction. Uh, you know, one word of caution. I ran into something a couple of years ago, Ryan, that... Uh, that I thought I'd always done a good job of this, and and this really came back to get me. And that was, I always I always invited media uh, to the first day, and not to get disruptive, not to do, you know, anything that um, that I wouldn't want them to do. And I would I would tell them, hey, I'm going to be out front of the school. I'd love to have you out there, get some photos, get some videos. We could talk about first day of school, and that's always worked really well. But a couple of years ago, I had set it up with a reporter, and. Um, we were going to go out to a particular elementary school and I had a protest pop up in front of one of our middle schools and I got pulled away. And so I wasn't able to go babysit that reporter. I got pulled away, had to go deal with the protest out front of the middle school, which ended up taking up most of my day and was one of the gnarliest things I've experienced as a professional communicator. Uh, we even had a police line blockading the entire school because the protesters were unruly. Yeah. So 
all of that to say I wasn't there. And I told the principal, here's what I told the reporter. They're they can't go inside. They have to stay outside the front of the school. They we can't disrupt the school day. They're going to be there just taking photos. Well, at some point, the principal, I think, lost track of the, the uh, photographer and found him in campus taking pictures like in, in, in a classroom setting. And one of the kiddos was not media released and left with that. And then fast forward a couple of uh, months later, there was a story about a school in New York that had a protest at their board meeting over masks, uh, the mask mandate. Mm -hmm. And it said similar to, you know, this district in New York. And then they named my district and my school's photo was the cover photo for the article because we had had a protest on masks, just like every other district had a protest on masks. But the cover story for a story that was in New York was the picture of my kiddos out in California. And of course, the one photo he wasn't supposed to be taken of a kiddo not media released. So that stirred up a hornet's nest. Uh, I'm not saying don't invite media out there. I'm just saying that uh, make sure you, you, you maintain control over that. Uh, because man, I, um, it was really hard to get that photo taken down. Uh, it was part of the Getty images. It was really hard to deal with that and get that photo removed from that bank of photos. Once a photo is published online, it's already out there to the world anyway. So there's nothing else you can do as far as that goes. Uh, but it was reused two times in two separate stories unrelated to my district. And both times I had to call the editor and say, you're just stirring up a problem here that you don't understand. Uh, I can have my lawyers call you. Uh, I can have my lawyers call your lawyers, whatever we need to do here. But, but the, the photo needs to come down. It's not related to your story at all. So just a word of caution. So I left turn there. Now, it's interesting because that is sounds like such an anomaly of like the perfect, terrible storm because that's so rare. And it's lazy journalism, to be honest. Yeah. Like you're using a photo from somebody's school because you don't have a good file photo. But you're like, oh, we have this one. And it's like, no... And then the the fact that the <clears throat> probably the one kid on campus that doesn't have the no media is actually the kid in the photo, like unbelievable. Yeah, didn't work out well. But yeah, I mean, get out there, get those photos, get those videos, tell that story, get it back out to the world if you if you need to. You know, one of the things I would do is create a little Google Drive with all the first day of school photos. You know, you can link that on your social media. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really good opportunity to uh, put together a little video and make something special for everybody for that day. Yeah, I like what you said, though. Yeah, two really good ideas is so we're using these photos, social media campaign, first day of school, but get some of those file photos for your website, for your social media later on, because you're right. You will get those amazing shots. And if you don't think about your website, don't think about organizing them for later use, it's a wasted opportunity. And to your point, like the backpacks lined up, like campus is probably not going to be any cleaner than it is on the first day of school. The grass is mowed, like everything looks really good. Yeah, go in three months, it's not going to look as good. So it's great idea, suggestion, get those stock photos and website photos while you're there because things yeah. are looking good and there's all everyone's all smiling the first day of school. It's true. And you know, uh, Ryan, one other thing that... I didn't do this until my last year. I wish I had been doing this all along, but now we all have access to it. Canva, right? So when you come back and you know you get some really good stock photos, uh, just load the, just put those right in your Canva library. You don't have to even have a project. If you just mm. from now on, in fact, if you're ever editing any photos you've gone out in the field and taken, you come back and you you like find that ten that you just love. Put that into Canva right then and there. You're going to thank yourself later when you're trying to do a Kinder registration flyer and you're like, I need a photo, and you scroll down and oh. I got plenty to work with. So it's a lot easier to do it in the moment uh, than it is to go back and try to find it. That's a brilliant idea.
I've never heard it before, but it makes sense because the problem is we put store all of our photos on the hard drive and Google yeah. Drive, but that's not where we're creating these other graphic design material. But if it's already in your Canva and you, that is a great idea. Yeah, I wish I had been doing it all those years. I only did it for about six months. Well, everyone could send you residuals now because you just gave everyone a great idea. That's really, awesome. really smart. So what we do with our email, I'm going to go through it. We send it out every year and we tell mm -hmm. our parents and staff, we send it to staff to basically reminder, school starts this week. And so for the high school, it starts Wednesday. Every other school, it starts Thursday. We put a link to all the school year calendars so people can easily access that. And that link gets a ton of clicks because parents want to know a not only when school starts when's vacation when can when can we take our breaks so we put the school year calendar link in there a traffic safety reminder that nobody reads nobody pays attention to they don't get there early they don't leave early but we put it in there because some hopefully do and then we talk about how do you participate in our first day campaign we put in the hashtag we put in a link to last year's photos. We say how many photos we collected over, I think it was 800 last year. Um, and then if you're participating on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, like this is how to use the hashtag. Here's mention our district in your post as well. So that way it's very easy for us to recycle, retweet and reshare it. Facebook page, here's, how to, here's our link to our Facebook page. Here's how to post to our wall. Instagram, you can use it. And we, but we tell people if your accounts are private, if you use the hashtag, we're not going to see it. But here's the other default with people that don't use social media. They're not, we have an email address that they can email their photos to us. So right. we just say simply email this email address and put your photo in and we will put it in our main photo folder. So when everyone goes there, you'll see it. And then the past couple of years, Amber does a great job with the graphic design in Canva with <laughs> your own first day sign that you can print out, insert your grade level. It's got the school logo in there. Um, and so it's a great cool. reminder and we let everyone know how to participate. And you said you got 800 photos? Yep. Wow. That's Usually we get close to a thousand and that, that is a slightly misleading because we do, Amber and I will both go out to different school sites and we'll take... 50 to 100 photos so we but we still get six seven hundred submissions from parents and students so it's great it's a lot yeah and to your point though we use them throughout and then we'll have our interns so we'll post the photo albums we'll post more on instagram and twitter then we'll have our interns make a nice video take take 100 really great photos make a you know montage video of it and then this year Thanks to your idea, we'll make sure to put those in our Canva for our future designs. Um, and that, that really saves time. So, and it's just, I don't know, it's, people love doing it. The cameras are out. It's just a great way to collect all this stuff and all this goodwill as you kick off a fun, fun school year. So true. So true. People love it. And, and, it, and uh, we're in a unique position to celebrate all the hard work that it's taken all summer to get to the first day of school. Uh, because it, it is a village and I don't know, you know, I don't know how much you're, you're doing this, Ryan. Actually, I didn't follow your social over the summer. Arcadia Unified as, as closely as I probably should have. Uh, I could be speaking to the choir here, but one of the things I spent a lot of time over the summer was highlighting the work that people were putting into school starting. So that's just another, like start a school, um, uh, kind of as a good reminder of 
there is a lull where there aren't teachers, where there aren't, you know, administrators on campus, but the grounds crew are there, the, the maintenance and operations crews there, uh, your, your head custodians are still there. They're cleaning desks, they're cleaning bathrooms, the carpets, the walls. Going out and really highlighting that work is critical for a successful start of the school year as well, because that just builds a really good culture and uh, just makes everybody feel valued, like they're seen. And what, what was funny is the first couple of times I tried it, I was actually kind of nervous to go out and, uh, you know, run around with the rough and tumble crew, you know, they're, they're out there doing the really hard work in the sun all day, you know, the, the, the MNO, the grounds crews, you know, I was like, for sure, these people are going to kick me out. They're not going to want me out there taking videos of them. But you know, what I found was they were ecstatic to see themselves represented in the district. I mean, there's so many times the work is overlooked. So just another little uh, little thing as you're going into the start of the year. Make sure you're celebrating those that got you there. Yeah, and it's a good point. We've been doing that for years, and it's been so nice because we have our maintenance folks on Twitter. One That's of our cool. custodians um, at one of our middle schools has been on Twitter for several years, and he does a great job of sending out pictures of, like, freshly waxed floors and power washed hallways and so we take those but you're right we share them on our facebook page because i know you've been on vacation all summer but our people most of them are still working and it's funny it's such a good point you bring up because in our new educator academy i was doing a session with all teachers um or primarily teachers i said be careful when you come back to school and ask everybody what they did all summer you know how was your vacation how was it because a lot of them didn't have a vacation. They were yeah. working. So they didn't have two, three months off. So like when you come back and ask a custodian, what is it, you know, how is his break? He didn't have a break. Nope. So don't ask him about it. Nope. I got, I got, I got to do one summer when I first started in public ed, uh, about 18 years ago. Now I did one summer as a substitute custodian and wow. Well, first of all, it earned me a lot of street cred with the team because they knew like even later when I was in a suit at the district office, like I'd roll up my sleeves and still work with them today. But but at the moment, it was like this. This is a mountain mountain of respect for these peeps cleaning toilets and gum and scrubbing desks. And it is uh, backbreaking work uh, that can go unnoticed. Yeah. And even if you haven't done that to date, you can still go back, work with them, some of your maintenance people, and say, like, we'd love to celebrate their work. Um, they're doing great stuff. So even if we miss some of the first week, like, when they're when they're doing a big clean, when they're whatever they're doing, just say, send us some photos and uh, would love to help promote it because it just reminds families, like, there's a lot of work that goes into this. And then even for bond measures and parcel taxes, like, these are big campuses. We need to maintain them. We need, you know, resources. If you want these clean and nice and, you know, uh, it's really good reminders. And to your point, Matthew, it's, you know, celebrating people's hard work that is kind of goes unnoticed, but now can be noticed. So that's your role as a communicator in your district. Make some of these things that have been unnoticed for years that's where you make a difference in this job. That's where you make a difference in people's lives. Like, wow, first time ever, my waxing the basketball floor has been noticed by somebody. Like, that's the power we have. It's so true. And it, made, you know? it means the world to, to people, which is cool. Yeah. Any other, as uh, the school year starts, any other things that people should keep in mind as um, they're getting ready to get back at it, get their systems in place and kind of 
gear up for the new year. We have all these list of 20 things we're going to get to, then, you know, seven other things are going to divert us. Yeah. You know, I think, I think you and I talk about this a lot and you particularly work with an organization, um, SoundMind that, that really tries to help with this. But I think the big thing is we kick off the year. Um, you know, I, I, I was telling people like this, Ryan, um, at Innsbruck, I had several other vendors, three or four, several, so three or four, not a lot, three or four other vendors ask me, uh, what's it like to be on this side of things now that I'm no longer a PIO and I'm, I'm on the vendor side of the house. You know, I have my own side business where I'm, I'm contracting on the side, but so I'm still very much in the game, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not like I was at a district. And so what I would tell them and what I did tell them was that interestingly enough, the job of a PIO at a school district is insanely difficult and stressful and rewarding and all the great things. And I said, if you asked any PIO here at this conference, do they like their job? They're going to tell you, yes, they love their job. It's amazing. But when they have a private moment with a colleague, maybe they're sitting down to a dinner and it's just the two of them, or they're sitting in their hotel room, just the two of them. That's when the real truth comes out. And it's not that anybody's dissatisfied with their job. It's just that the PIO happens to be one of just two or three people in a district that's affected by everything that happens there, good or bad or otherwise. And they're the ones on call 24 hours a day. They sit at the executive cabinet table in many districts. Some they don't, but they sit at that level of district management and they make a fraction of what the doctors do or the superintendents or the associate soups do, but they're expected to be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's a very, very difficult job. And so uh, for me, it, it's it's interesting just to kind of be on the side now and, and, and talk to some of the vendors about that. But all that to say, as we go into the next school year, it's really important as much as you can to take care of yourself Figure out what that looks like. It's going to be different for everybody. Um, you're going to have different levels of support as well. Some districts do a really great job of making sure their staff have time, have breaks. Um, some You have better leaders that are just better at doing that than others. Uh, so you have to really figure out what that looks like for you and make sure that your mental health is a priority. Otherwise, uh, you could end up losing your mental health. For sure. Very well said. And if you're... You brought up a good point too. It's almost now's a good time. I'm thinking even, you know, our email is sending out about Arcadia first day is like, let's put a link into our mental health resources, remind people like what's available to them or maybe send out a separate email, uh, second week of school or something. Just as a reminder, as you start to get back in the routine of school and stresses may be popping up, here's some resources that you have because a lot of people have created this now. And if you haven't, uh, we have several episodes on how to get some mental health support for your district and what role you can play, which is a big one. But yeah, reminding them of the resources and mental health, um, that's a big one. And if you need some mental health, you're not doing anything big programs in your school, I would definitely check out SoundMind. They are doing great things uh, with mental health in schools. They're in a bunch of districts already in the country and doing more and more. They have an app. They have a whole program. They have communications campaigns and if you need help with those flyers if you're one of the last still sending out paper flyers talk <laughs> to uh the great folks at peach jar and if you need help with anything uh communication wise check out nickelstrategies.com they have a great team that are there to help when you need some uh some help for any type of communication issue 
You know, Ryan, uh, just take one second on, on peach jar. Interestingly enough, how it does tie into the mental health, um, you know, social and emotional support and mental health is a, it's a critical component of what we do at peach jar, but really that comes from the top down. The, our, our, our founder and CEO, Mike Durham is really, uh, really big on mental health support. In fact, even just on a personal level, like he's talked to me like, Hey, you need to take time in your day, make sure you step away, pick up the guitar, strum a little bit, do go for a walk, you know? So he's, he, he, he walks the walk and talks the talk. But as far as peace jar goes, what's really amazing is, uh, through Mike's vision, we're really focused on some huge partnerships. Uh, one of those is like the shout it out campaign where, um, Parents and guardians through Peace Jar will have access to a toolkit that'll help parents talk to their kids about how they're feeling and what they're thinking. Uh, it'll give them actual tools to have more regular conversations about that. So hopefully avoiding, you know, suicidal ideation or fentanyl use or drug abuse or, you know, a truancy or skipping class, like having conversations with your kids will help change those things, those bad behaviors before they become problems. And so, uh, just mental health wise, you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out from Peach Jar over the next couple of months. Uh, some really huge national partnerships we're focused on. How do people, do they go to the peachjar.com? Is there a newsletter they can subscribe to? How do they get those resources? Those are very important. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, definitely go to peachjar.com. You can uh, subscribe to our blog. Uh, definitely stay tuned to our uh, social media channels. So uh, just hit us up, Peach Jar, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. X, sorry, X. Um, it's going to take me a minute on that one. But me yeah, follow too. us on social media because we're always posting about this stuff on social. Our YouTube channel is a big uh, uh, component where we'll put stuff out as well. And our blog is really great for staying in touch. Now, as smart as your CEO, Mike, is, is he really encouraging you to play guitar? Has he not heard you play guitar? Or what is <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. You're yeah. very good. At, you know what we need? We need a little... Matthew Jennings jam, maybe for our out cue in the school PR podcast. So maybe work something together. We'll get that. So that'll play us out in future right, episodes. We'll Let's get we'll the, the Jennings jam going. We'll do it. I'll, I'll get us some blues going. Nice. That would be sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send me like a, um, a minute of some, whatever, some good stuff. And, uh, right, that'll be our new outro done. The Jennings jam. <laughs> All right. I just had to give you a hard time. You are yeah. really, really good at guitar. but nah, you know. I appreciate you. It's all I gotta, good. I got to throw one shot in episode. I mean, right? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry. I'll get you. Hey, great catching up, my, bro my brother. Um, I'm looking forward to the Jennings Jam for our future episodes. Yeah. And uh, really good tips today. I appreciate it. You had some great ideas for people. and oh, uh, you as well, man. It, uh, hopefully it helps everyone. And Yeah, start of school is so fun. By the way. My 10-year anniversary this week in no way. Uh, Arcadia. 10 years. You got a lot of good stuff going on in your life right now. That's awesome, man. 10 years. Yeah. Congrats. Fun. So That's a good, big deal. Good times. Yeah, that's a good deal. Let's go 400 more years. Let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, brother. Good chatting with you. Thanks, to everyone, to tuning in. We will see you very soon on the School PR Podcast.